I'm going to start off, uh, we, we are coming into the end of our culture series today, so if you've been with us uh, since the kind of second week of January, we've been kind of looking at uh, cultures, and it was the way we do things here in God Central, and um, if it, for those who are newer in on that, um, basically in, in January we'd been going 10 years, and as we kind of sat down and sort of reflected, um, you know, we just felt God really strongly speak to us about the way we do things, you know, there's, you know, there's, there's a beautiful global church out there, do you know what I mean, you know, and, it, and yet, you know, each individual family has its own kind of DNA, just its own way of doing things. Um, and so we just thought we'd, we'd expand that. And linked with that DNA, um, I've just been rebuked uh, by Karen over tea and coffee because I, I misquoted earlier, so I'd like to be clear here. There were two cards, sorry. There were three questions on the cards. So I said two questions and two cards. So just to walk in integrity as I'm about to open God's word and to get my own back on Karen, I would just like to publish apologise for getting that one wrong <laughs> and and that's part of how we do things <laughs> is we do them with a bit of laughter um, and go there but seriously our culture's been massive so um, if, if we're still here New Year's resolutions and bits uh, these are our cultures so number one we talked about right back in January Bill came and talked about a second chance culture uh, huge for us uh, number two was uh, the kind of Rob Bird who's out and doing youth with him and Eleanor bless them love them loads uh, have a go culture uh, number three uh, was think the best culture which uh, James did number four was a forward-looking culture, um, which came from Louisa, who's on the back doing the words at the moment <laughs> and building there. Number five was Ian, who I don't know, isn't here today. Uh, he's probably on holiday. He, you know, we know, we know Ian and Chris. <laughs> it's not raining; they're on holiday. So no, it's a generous culture. Uh, and number six uh, was uh, Menard and Ben last week on a wholehearted culture. And and so we come to number seven, which we've kind of tweaked a little bit because number seven when it comes up is a good food culture <laughs> so so this one is probably the one that doesn't read possibly quite as straightforward as the other but kind of fits our God central DNA because actually what it's talking about is this word here where we prize hospitality okay but hospitality is too long for me to say all the time whereas good food you kind of get what we mean but it's it's trying to build a, a place where we do things relationally that's, that, that, that's the key word this morning, is, is relational. You know, that we're not a business, we're, we're not, nothing like that. We, we are the people of God and we work relationally. Um, and so uh, what we're going to do is Dan's just going to share a little bit uh, about kind of hospitality and some of the stuff he does. Uh, and then I'm just going to give us a, a few little uh, Bible bits and then we're going to just press in on what does hospitality look like in God Central. So let's give Dan a round of applause as he comes up. Turn your mic on and uh, and hopefully, hopefully, just check it works, you're good to go. Is it working? No? It is, it's on. It's green. <laughs> it's green. Keep talking, Dan. Is it on now? Yes. That's right, yeah. So, um, Ben's kindly asked me to talk on good food culture. So, it's an opportunity to speak this morning. This is a topic I'm very passionate about as a privilege sharing with you to, <laughs> privilege sharing you today. But before I get into this, um, I'd like to say and thank you all at the beginning of the year, for those of you who don't know, my granddad sadly passed away, um, but I'm truly thankful that I have you in my life and I appreciate you, and this church holds a strong place in my heart. So I'm going to start with a scripture I hold dear to me and that I believe God has instructed to me 
instructed us to do it in our unique ways. So it's um, 1 Peter 4.10. God has given... God has given each of you a gift from his variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. So I believe God has given us a gift for us to use personally to reach people in our world to show Christ through them. So number one, how can you find your spiritual gift? What do you like doing? This could be hobbies, talents. How can you use this in God's kingdom to serve someone in need? For example, mowing someone's lawn who maybe can't do it anymore. Greeting someone at the door with a smile. How can you start? Well, pray and seek God what he wants you to do. Putting out chairs on a Sunday, for example. Filling an urn on a refreshments team. Setting up a speaker. (laughs) Or just praying for someone after the service who may need some encouragement and prayer for something. For example, I serve by visiting people in hospital, mainly Tony. <laughs> um, so, yeah, lost my notes. <laughs> Being there for people, meeting people on a weekly basis for coffee, just to catch up with people. Um, also, serving in God's church, which I believe God has placed me in, and it's a really honour to be here and to be in God's church. And so, for example, to serve the church, I serve on a refreshments team in church. This ministry is really close to my heart um, (laughs) because I love working with people. Um, Sometimes you get um, Diane, who's an awkward customer. (laughs) So, um, serving in everyday life. For those of you who don't know, I work in Stancid Airport selling Cornish pasties (laughs) and coffee which I thoroughly enjoy as I get to serve people, greet people, and make conversation with them. Also, my manager... (laughs) 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 Um, Probably Sainsbury's basics, but... um, Yeah. Uh, My manager... (laughs) Thanks, Ben. My manager complains at me that I ask too much about the customers. But customer service to me is really finding to know that customer, more about them, where they're going, what they're up to. So, as you know, I work in Stancid Airport. I serve God by doing this and it gives him the glory. When I'm not working, I love to catch up with my brothers and sisters in Christ, those who God has placed in me in my world. And I believe this builds solid friendships with those God has placed in my path. Getting to know my brothers and sisters on a deeper level. For example, I didn't know Tony's got an interesting history of that tattoo. <laughs> so you won't get to know that if you, you know, you find more about people and you find out about people's lives and it's just interesting. Sometimes on a Sunday I invite people back sometimes for lunch after church. If they don't have, if they don't have anything to do after the service, invite them back to my house, have a bit of lunch, spend the afternoon with them if they don't have anything to do. So, I said about hospital visits, that I visit people in hospital who may need and show support in any way useful. So basically, what I'm trying to say to you today is that we need to love people as Jesus would, as he has placed us here for his vessels. I believe all this creates a good sense of community and hospitality in the church. So, I believe that's what God has called us to do, and 
maybe this week you go and find a friend and encourage them. So I'll hand over to Ben and thank you. Dan, you've forgotten your pasties. <laughs> I, I, lo I love plugging life groups, but just avoid Mondays is what I'd say, because that's the sort of thing that comes out of Monday night life groups. <laughs> but it is great, you know, and, and I, you know, I don't want to embarrass Dan too much, but he is someone who just echoes hospitality, hence we thought we'd get him up here. Do you know what I mean? It, it, you know, it just... You know, genuinely loves doing refreshments here. Do you know what I mean? You know, loves having people and hanging out with them and things. And I just want to put a caveat in before we, we go into Bible. Is back in 2010, I remember um, kind of sitting down and chatting with a few of the first people in God Central. And we always used to do uh, a meal with over Life Group. And um, we made a big deal because it started to get to the fact that the meal was becoming a big deal. Do you know what I mean? And, 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 uh, and we suddenly realised that actually this wasn't MasterChef. You know, we're not trying to knock up something that's three courses. I'll trump that. Next week, I'll get four courses. Next week, I'll get crackers. Next week after that, we'll get some nice little serviettes. No, it was, it's what does it signify? It's the time. It's the building together. That's what it matters about. And to be honest with you, I, you know, I've, I've had some fabulous McDonald's, I, I, I dare to say, with people where I've been having conversations. And I've had some rubbish evenings out of posh restaurants. Just mean, it's not about the place. It's the people you go with. And so, you know, so for anyone who's sitting there thinking, that's all right, because Dan, no, don't discount yourself, okay? People will come around for beans on toast <laughs> because it's about knowing you, okay? I like beans on toast. <laughs> I'm now going to get invites. But don't invite me. <laughs> Didn't think that one through um, but, but you get what we're saying is it's not the stuff it's what it facilitates um, and so hospitality in the Bible um, now uh, to, to ground this hospitality runs throughout the Bible and we're not going to cover everything but what I want to do is just do uh, three things really I want to just uh, expound uh, the, the biblical definition of hospitality and I'm gonna, for that we're going to go to the New Testament and the Greek translations in a minute we're then going to look at the Old Testament and then we're going to look at the New Testament and then we're going to leave with, with Dan's encouragement really to do a couple of things so uh, I, uh, I met Lee for coffee uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, when you meet Lee, you know that your brain's going to be tested. So I came away, and I've obviously come fluent in Greek. No, I haven't. <laughs> but, but it's interesting because uh, in, in, in the New Testament, uh, there are three primary words for hospitality. Okay, The first one is philoxenia at the top left there. Can you all say that with me? Philoxenia. Philoxenia. That was pretty lame. Come on, we can do it better than that. Philoxenia. That's it. And that's a noun. It refers First, hospitality, and it literally means a lover of strangers. Do you know what I mean? That's where it comes from. And again, if you read it in context, I've only got one, you can find loads of these scriptures. Romans 12, verse 13 says, you know, Let love be genuine, abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honour. Do not be slothful in zeal, be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer, contribute to the needs of the saints, and seek to show hospitality. That's the, that's the noun at the end there. So that, that, that's our philoxenia. Okay, next one is we get the, the, the adjective that goes with that, which is philoxenus. So again, on the count of three, we'll go philoxenus. You're going to get the idea of this. It's not going to be hard. Okay, so one, two, three. Oh, we're getting it now. And that basically means given to hospitality. 
Okay, so, so it's the actual practical part of it. And again, 1 Peter 4 verse 9, uh, just before the one Dan brought, is, is show hospitality to one another without grumbling. So it's not something that like, like oh man, I've got, I better get someone round because Dan and Ben's at the front of church and I haven't anyone round. But no, that's not it. Okay, it's a joy to have people round. <laughs> Repeat the word, no, joy. <laughs> just remember it. Okay, um, and uh, again, that's cool. And then we get to uh, the, the, the third part, which I broke down in here, okay, which is to break the word down. So you've got that phylozenia, the kind of compound word there back in the Greek. And you'll know this, that phylo or philio is the Greek word for love. And the word uh, xenos or xenia or anything is referring to person or stranger. So all of these words have that kind of the two halves to them, of one of love, which we know, you know, is biblically rooted. And the other one looking at stranger. Do you know what I mean? You know, and, and I'll, I'll put in right at the beginning as well, you know, what you do to strangers, obviously you're doing to your close family first. <laughs> yeah? You know, so, so by talking stranger, it's not, oh, well, therefore I'll forget <laughs> that. But no, it's we'll extend past that person to a stranger. It's all-encompassing. And uh, uh, a couple of quick scriptures on that that I'll read for you. Uh, Acts 10 verse 23 says... So he invited them in to be his guests. Uh, uh, um, and Hebrews 13 verse 2 says, and this is one that we've used a lot in God Central, do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some of you have entertained angels unaware. Um, so another frequently uh, employed expression is to receive or welcome. There would be other words linked with this phylozenia, you know, to welcome, to receive. Um, in other passages, there, you know, there are specifics for strangers. Others are specifics for brothers and sisters in Christ. The whole lot is, is encompassed in this idea. And, and, and biblically, Often it involves sharing a meal, which is great news for Dan and me and anyone else who likes to eat. You know, and why? Because the meal table is, is a place where you can sit and relax and chat. Do you mean, you know, it's not designed to be sat at the meal table with your headphones in and your phone bleeping and those things. Do you mean, you know, uh, I, I get the train up to London every day. In fact, Scott gets every day and you just get on it and it's just headphone city. Do you mean? Everyone is Bluetooth and wired up. That's not kind of what the Bible's talking at. It's talking about relationships and building. And, uh, you know, so hospitality, I think, is probably best defined as the ministry of making others at home by welcoming them and sharing things with them, possibly providing food or lodgings as needed. You know, they tend to be the two bits, you know. And I really want to get into us this morning in a, in a jovial way, because it is that sort of topic in some ways. So it's, that this is, this is not just a good idea. Yeah, we know society does this, yeah? You know, you can go to, to other YouTube channels, Facebook and everything else and find it. But actually, this, this, this was a God idea that it comes from the word of God. So yeah, it's good for mankind, but it's better for us as little Christ because we are trying to be the, the core of, where, of, God, of who God called us to be. So um, going in, Old Testament. Okay, and uh, I've got these here. Uh, Leviticus, uh, which everyone says you can never quote anything from Leviticus. Well, I've managed to, managed to do it, so this is my one for the year. Um, but Leviticus is brilliant. It talks about the rules, the governance of, of Old Testament. And it says, you know, you shall treat the, the stranger who sojourns, joins with you uh, as the native among you. You shall love him as yourself, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. 
And then uh, in Deuteronomy, or before in Deuteronomy, it says, and the Levite, uh, because he has no portion or inheritance with you, and the sojourner, the fatherless, the widow with, uh, who are within your towns, shall come and eat and be filled, that the Lord your God may bless you in the work of your hands and all that you do. It's, it's God's heart has always been for, for all people. I mean, you know, the stranger, the outcast, you know, we look at these, these topics time and time here. You know, that, that's it. You know, uh, Abraham you know, urged strangers to stop with him. Um, Lot did likewise. You know, there are so many examples in the Old Testament. And then if we were to fast track to the New Testament, we've looked at a couple of scriptures. But for, if you've been around church or you know much, you'll know that Jesus' first miracle, <laughs> the wedding at Canaan, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a party. It's a feast. It's a place where hospitality is right at the centre. Do you know what I mean? You know, if we look at Jesus' last time with his disciples, brain should have clicked in, last supper, clues in the supper, it's back to a meal. It's back to a relational time. Do you know what I mean? You know, a time of fellowship and building. You know, if we look at Jesus' restoration of Peter, the apostle who betrayed him, you know, what, what, where's, where's the restoration happens? It happens breakfast on a beach that Jesus cooks, you know, a place of sitting and enjoying time. You know, we can look at the feeding of the 5,000 in Matthew, four, uh, Matthew 14, that one, and then the feeding of the 4,000, a chapter later, Matthew 15. You know, they're, they're miracles to facilitate people stopping and hanging out and, and talking. You know, that Jesus didn't want the crowds, it was late in the day, he didn't want them to rush off, just wanted them to stop and talk and banter, you know, to maybe think what happened, to pause a moment. You know, and food and drink so, 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 so often facilitate the building of relationships. Do you mean, you know, for me, if I think back to my times in, in different workplaces, you know, you know, there comes that time where you get the, the after work drink or coffee or meal out and, and work relationships go to a different level because you actually, you're not just about the task, it's something transcends, you know, they're, they're big. Um, you know, we are a relational people. The church is a relational people. You don't need me to te teach you that if you've been around here for a while. You know, we know that. Um, and it's how we operate. Uh, and interestingly, within New Frontiers, our global family, you know, it's always been about relationships. Do you know what I mean? In fact, the, the part that we are part of within New Frontiers, incidentally, is called relational mission, <laughs> which is just, you know, just echoes everything we're about. Do you know what I mean? You know, that God places us in families for our benefit and the benefit of the family. You may not think that if you're looking around this room, but, but these people God has placed around you for your benefit and to benefit them, that we are more together than we are apart. And uh, relationships, as Dan beautifully said, you know, at times we can draw on them when we're on the mountaintop and everything's going well by encouraging others. You know, my friend Leslie did that for me this week. And, and, and we're there to walk with each other through the valleys of tears and to uh, enjoy God together, as Dan shared about his grandfather. You know, that, that we are one body, Jesus Christ as the head, many parts. And uh, this is your home. <laughs> if you come here regularly, this is your home. You know, so also know it's God's home. It's ultimately his house before it's ours. But this is your home. So relax, be yourself, kick the slippers on, you know, get serving, get stuck in. Do you know what I mean? You know, start enjoying the people that we've got. Yeah, and accept that we will sharpen one another, we will build one another, we will have times. But ultimately, it's all for Jesus' glory.
You know, we're not looking just to high five one another and make each other feel great. Ultimately, it's about the name and renown of our God. You know, Isaiah 26, verse 8, you know, humbly uh, walking in your ways, Lord, humbly we wait for you. Your name and your renown are the desires of our hearts. That, that we can do all of this because of that Jesus we sung about earlier, who left the joys of heaven, <laughs> died on a horrid Roman cross, but rose again three days later and is still risen and reigning. And he has conquered all and we can walk in that victory, which ultimately is us in heaven with him. And we can glorify him as we walk through this earth. So, to conclude, we're not a business. We're not a club. I know some of you are in clubs, got nothing against them. I am as well. Many of you work in businesses or have your own bits, nothing wrong with them. But the church of Jesus Christ is a relational body. Can we say the word relational? We're getting good at this. <laughs> okay. You know, but it's important because we're a people called before or called by a living God to worship and glorify that living God. You know, you know, our, our God central wheel, which Ben had up, you know, uh, for God, the glorification of God for people, the edification of the saints. For Harlow, the evangelization of the world for the glory of, Je of, of Jesus. That, that's what we exist for. And I want to, with everything in me, say hospitality binds that together. <laughs> you know, because you want to know people before you hit the rough times. <laughs> it's just the easier way of doing it, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? You know, if not, it'll come out. Do you know what I mean? It'll come out. But it's nice to know people who know us and walk in it. And, I, and I, so I just encourage us, you know, let's be about hospitality. Let's not be, uh, you know, as the British mindset is, where our house is our castle. You know, I, I read a silly quote about the fact, it was, it was just a secular quote, but it was a quote about how um, uh, in Britain particularly, we love our garden fences. And they suggested is because they extend our castles uh, and basically cut us into solitude. And I, I kind of cried because I've got a friend who's just, just very proudly, it was really timely when you read these things. I've got a friend who's literally just put up a new, he's so proud to him, he's got an eight foot fence. It's like, do you know what I mean? It's like, why? You know, I'm quite thankful at the moment. We haven't got a fence with our next door neighbours because it blew away. Um, but, 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 but do you know what I mean? It's, you, know, you know, there's that mindset, isn't there? And as Christians, yeah, I'm not about fences. Do you know what I mean? But what I'm about is being, being, being open to uh, linking with other people. And um, so as, as Ben and the band come back, I've got a couple of provocations, or Dan and I have got a couple of provocations. Uh, firstly, to God's central family. So if you're visiting, just close your ears off and let us just talk to them. And, and the challenge really for you is, you know, if we value hospitality, uh, could you consider setting your alarm five minutes earlier and getting here at 10.20 so that you can have some, some life amongst us? Do you know what I mean? You know, so that relationships can, be, can happen over the fine coffee before it's all drunk by everyone else. <laughs> you know, that, that you get to know it. And, and the other one, which I mentioned the other week is, and also, can we just avoid the, the, the rushing off at the end? You know, it's that loitering is the word that kind of is resonating with me. You know, that we can share life, laughter and things, but the only way you're going to share things is if, if you make time for them. Do you mean, you know, I'm, you know, we live in a very busy society and it's there. The, the second one is the one Dan mentioned, is just, just be thinking, you know, who could I catch up with for a cup of tea? Who could I have a quick meal with? Who could I just go for a walk the dog with? Do you know what I mean? You know, go for a jog with. You know, it doesn't, it's not about 
the, the thing is it it's, it's about just trying to look for ways where our lives come alongside one another do you know what I mean um so that's that for God's central family. To those who are exploring Jesus amongst us, um, I want to thank you firstly for being here and letting us have a bit of in-house laughter because it's that kind of way. Um, genuinely, you're welcome <laughs> and genuinely stay, beat the hordes to the coffee. But more than that, know that there's a greater welcome on the table for you by Jesus at the end of this life. And that's a welcome to be with him for eternity. And that's what loads of us have talked about here. And uh, there's also a great welcome on Tuesday night at the Hare Pub waiting where you can go and talk a little bit more about that over a meal and things. And if, if that is you, I'd just point out Jim at the front here who's got his hands up. That's because West Ham finally won. Um, and, and just apart from liking West Ham, he's a great guy who I'd recommend to you. And, uh, and lastly... Uh, a lot of you know, when you put these messages together and God speaks to, to the person doing it first, and uh, I felt a real challenge from God as a family. So those of us who are families, whether they're two or more, I want to give a real challenge here that, that God's put me with. And this one goes deep. It's, it's basically, I moan at God at times. I haven't got enough time with my kids and my family and all that. And I felt God really strongly say to me, how do you use the family meal time, Ben? How do you use the family meal time? Because actually there's a table set. <laughs> We're probably going to have at least once a day, maybe twice if you do breakfast and those sort of things. You know, how do I complain when I've got a time that God just lets me frivol away? You know, and for me, I'll be honest, you know, <laughs> is mobile phone on? Is mobile phone bleeping? <laughs> is TV something? Do you know what I mean? You know, I'm not here to be, I, I just... Just felt God say, you know, actually, at that meal table, I've got an opportunity to do life with my family. A God-given opportunity. And shamefully, even, and this is a serious one, I like my, my joke with Karen before it wasn't appropriate at the beginning, but, but you know, I felt God just, just come on, Ben. You know, you, you can do more here without doing anything. Just, 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 just actually engage and have some decent conversation. <laughs> you know, ask how the day's really gone, not just doing the token, listen, okay, let's get going. Do you know what I mean? You know, and actually redeem for the glory of God just a bit of meal table and relationship building. So hear my heart in that. Um, I'm nowhere near perfect and uh, I'm trying to work on it. Uh, I managed to go one meal yesterday without my phone bleeping and the other one it bleeped and I felt terrible. <laughs> so, so, so that's where I'm at on it. But hear my heart, you know, I think there's little things that sometimes we, we run past. Is that okay? Cool. Right, I just want to pray for us today. And then we, we're going to sing the song, Build My Life. We're just, just summing up the whole culture series of God. We want to build our life on you as the firm foundation. Would you come and have your way? So we're just going to enjoy God. We're going to lift the roof off this place as adults and declare that he is our foundation. He is the one we're building our lives upon. So Father God, we thank you so much for all you've done for each of us as individuals. We thank you so much for all you've done for us as God's central family. And we thank you, Father God, that on both of those fronts, there is a greater to come. Father, we thank you that for those of us who have chosen to follow you, there is eternity with you to be enjoyed. That, that our, our, our eternal destiny is secure. And Father, we pray that we would live in the good of that all the days of our life for your glory. Father, we pray that you would, you would build your church. Father, we pray that what's been spoken that is, that is of man would be gone. 
and what's from you would find root, that the Holy Spirit, you would knit it into us and cause us to grow from, from acorns to oaks for the glory of your God. We love you, Lord. We're here for you. Come inhabit our praises as we return to worship, we ask in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Let's stand, guys. Absolutely love being with you. You know that. Let's worship God because it's because of him that we gather together.